Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matt Carroll. I am Jeff Randall. And we are here today to discuss with you Jessica Jones, Episode 6. Netflix's Jessica Jones, uh, ha- a.k.a. You're a Winner. Exclamation mark. Ah. <laughs> did you win an Xbox One on this? I didn't. Yeah, I did Antoine I didn't to, either. I had to buy mine. I don't really want one. So you had an Xbox One. Mm-hmm. You have a PS4. I have a PS4. That's right. I used to have Xbox stuff, but when they were like, you have to stay connected to the internet, always. Yeah. And I was like, nah, that's not for me. Same, I don't like that either. Anyway, <laughs> welcome everyone. We hope you've been enjoying our daily watching of these Jessica Jones episodes as we've been dropping them. Um, tonight, it's just going to be me and Jeff in the studio. What's up, guys? First first Jessica Jones up with, uh, without a guest. Yeah. Wow. It's been so long. <laughs> I mean, it's only day six, man. Calm yeah, down. whatever. Uh, okay. So, ha- I keep wanting to say hashtag you're a winner, a.k.a. you're a winner. Uh, <laughs> hashtag you're a winner. Just hashtag the name of the episode. Yeah. Without uh, the a.k.a. I really liked it. We talked last week about what was going to happen uh, when when Luke... Uh, by the way, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, Luke found out uh, that was not a very good reaction. That's, uh, that, yeah, that was less than stellar <sighs> reaction. It's it's a very human reaction. Yeah. I mean... Oh, yeah, I, I don't blame him at all. Like, it's totally legitimate <laughs> I don't, way to react to that situation. I don't punch in a bus, you know, hood whenever I get mad like that. But, you know, I've never been that mad. I've just never been that close to a bus hood. Yeah, it's fair. When I'm mad. (laughs) Punching everything else. Punch through other things. (laughs) No bus hoods have been in my way. Um, Or just around. What is Kilgrave playing at? Man, I don't know. That... uh, It's... Owning her childhood home. It's so hard to say. And, like... I, I failed to mention it on every episode that we've done so far, but, like, when she was chanting the names of the streets, like, yep. even when she told Hope, like, what street did you live on? What was the next, street, yeah, Lane, was the next one over, Lane. whatever. I remembered those streets, like, that sign in the first teaser trailer, Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's where Higgins Drive is, because originally we thought it was, like, a street corner, like, in where Hell's she operates in Hell's yeah. Kitchen or whatever. But nope. Nope, it's it her, wasn't. It was her, her home. And I like that. It kind of expands yeah, the world a little bit. The fact does. that he's at her home. Because uh, in Daredevil, I'm not sure we ever left Hell's Kitchen. Like, no, nah, he was born and raised in Hell's Kitchen. Well, he's born and raised, and the show just doesn't leave there. You know, The this, show never shows did. anything outside of those four blocks or whatever. Well, there was when Ben Urich showed up when he was meeting that guy by the river. Yeah. A few things happen at the river, and, and they also go. Oh, they do go upstate one time to like meet. Uh, yeah, at the nursing the home. Mother. But um, but this is nice to see them uh, expanding the world a little bit. Yeah. Seeing a little bit what's going on outside of Hell's Kitchen, and I just don't know. It's real creepy. Kilgrave. It's just so creepy. Yeah. I'm <laughs> purchasing her home, and then the creepiest part about it is we know, for me at least, we know. It, what his power is capable of, we know that he could just walk up to the guy and say, you're going to sign your home over to me, and then just have that be done. Yeah. But instead, he like convinces him with a lot of money, and mm-hmm. then gets him to move out the next day. 
It's like he wants this one to be quiet. Yeah. He doesn't want Jessica finding out what he's done. I think he wants to surprise her with... Yeah, like, I rebuilt your home. home. It's just weird. It's a family where we can be... I said this during the show. I was like, is he trying to build a life for him and Jessica <laughs> in the suburbs? Ugh. Yeah, well, when you said that, it like it didn't it hadn't dawned on us yet that it was her old home. It was yeah. like, is he just buying a random really nice house? Like yeah. And like I when we were when he was in that restaurant, he was scanning through, he was real, scanning estate. through real estate on Zillow and I was just like, why is he looking at real estate? Like what the what? He was looking for a specific house. Yeah. Researching where Jessica grew up. Um Ugh. I'm really, really grossed out by that. I don't know why. <laughs> um, what did you think of the case of the week um, and to the story of Antoine? It was a nice little departure from the Kilgrave thing. Like, everybody, Kilgrave's doing his own little thing. Jessica is trying to figure out a way to get to Kilgrave again. Yeah. Like, they're all kind of, like, on, on a holding pattern. And then she gets a little distraction. And we don't see Trish Walker at all this episode. That's true. We didn't. Oh, I, I and find Luke the show, comes back. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm so glad Luke's back. The Luke Cage show is back. <laughs> After a two-episode departure, the Luke Cage show is back. Yes. Um, <laughs> one thing I it, – it, it, it makes this show a little harder to talk about uh, because the fact that it's almost like a CSI-type show because she is an investigator. And I like that they're keeping that as like a main thread in the show. Yeah. Every episode, she has to investigate something. <laughs> yeah. Even when it's uh, more of a Kilgrave-centric episode, she's still having to use her investigative skills. And even in the flashback when it showed her uh, blackmailing her boss, she still had to use her investigation skills to like find that. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's neat that they've made that a... Such a strong part of her character. Um, when we talk about Daredevil, so often it was just like, there's this bad guy of some sort, and Daredevil has to take him down through whatever means, you know? Yeah. Uh, and and every, most of the time it was just beating him senseless until he gave up. Most of the time. And, I mean, it took a little, you know, it was. it's an intelligent show, too, don't get me wrong, but this one, um, I don't know, it's almost like they watching sh- CSI or, like, NCIS, or one of those, like, <laughs> law and order type shows where they have to investigate the crime, you know? Yeah, well... Matt Murdock didn't do as much as Daredevil did. Hmm. Is what it looked like in, in the Daredevil show. And Jessica Jones is just Jessica Jones. Yeah. <laughs> She's Jessica Jones all the time. I, uh, when, when Kilgrave's like, oh yeah, yes, but what's your, uh, heroic name? <laughs> She's like, Jessica Jones. Just oh. Jessica Jones. Oh, well, a, a bit prosaic, but, <laughs> but I guess, I guess it'll do. Ah, oh, he's so creepy. He's so creepy. He's so creepy and so charming. <laughs> it's just Tenet. Just uh, does Tenet such a good hard. job. It's hard to it's hard to be completely creeped out when it's David Tennant. I'm also always like really entertained and charmed by him. You would be. I am. I am. Oh man. I'm glad that Malcolm uh at least in this episode, is getting back to his old self. And I like that yes. he's so defensive of Jessica. Me too. And, like, he goes to the support group and is, like... He he holds, like, a really valid argument of, like, I'm not sure what parts are me. Yeah. Who and am I now? Yeah, like, what has this done to shape who I am? Was this junkie me always inside of me? You know, it's it's such a... 
It's it's tough. It's <laughs> what Kilgrave does to people is he leaves a trail of broken people. It really really does. She uh, said it. <laughs> he's such a he's such a great villain in that way, and he's so he destroys people's lives in such a personal way. Yeah. Um. Most most villains we see on on these big Marvel movies or Marvel shows, it's like they're literally trying to kill people or blow something up or attack a thing or whatever. Yeah. These are specifically just like he's tearing through people's lives. Making li- not their like necessarily the quantity of their life shorter, but the quality of their life so much worse. Yeah. So well not just not just um outwardly either. Like Oh yeah. Everything about their life, like tear them down mentally, yeah, tear apart everything that they've ever had. Like these people disappear for like a week at a time, mm-hmm. just to do his bidding, or, or six months, or months at a time, and get a, and a new apartment in some other place, and like completely stop doing what it is they were going to do. They're saying that Kilgrave uh, spent two months getting him addicted to uh, to, to heroin. Heroin, I guess it yeah. was. Uh, getting him addicted to heroin before he even started having him take pictures and things like Kilgrave's just methodically destroying people's lives. I find his story so tragic. And I know that, I know that's real obvious, but, um, Malcolm's story is so tragic. Yeah. He seems like he really had his life together. was going places. Yeah. He was going to help people doing social, social work. work. Like, yeah. And, and, and by, by, by Kilgrave uh, doing that to him specifically, someone who Jessica had saved his life, it's almost like he's undoing the heroic deeds that Jessica had done. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you want to save his life? I'll destroy it. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and tear it down. Yeah. And that's really, like, that's rough. Because, like, he already had... Because think about... Uh, sorry, think about in the future what's likely to come is that... Jessica Jones already tore down Luke Cage's life. Like, what else can she do? Right. Because, you know, she killed his wife. And we just found, mm-hmm. like, he found that out this episode. And, like, he said, yeah, I, I was wrong. You are a piece of shit. And that hurts that a hurts lot. so much. But then, like, you know he's going to show, he's going he's gonna to have a part to play later in the fight against Kilgrave. Of course, he's got to take down Hil- Kilgrave with her. But, like... Or, or on his own. He's going to be after <laughs> Kilgrave. And she is obviously... I don't know. She she doesn't trust anyone to go after Kilgrave except herself. What if Kilgrave makes both of them fight each other? I think it is very possible. I thought they were about to fight this. <laughs> well, he was walking toward the guy, and like she was trying to stop him. And we know that she's really strong. I mean, mm-hmm. she lifted a car. Like she's done all these feats of strength things, and like she's just she cannot hold her ground against Luke. And he's just not at all walking forward stoically walking through her. Oh, man. That is a strong dude. It is a strong dude. And, you know, I don't. it's just neat. Luke Cage is that much stronger than Jessica Jones, and Jessica Jones is already so strong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it, makes you, it makes you understand, like, the different levels of skill that these people have. Because, like, Luke is saying, like, you know, I don't even know what I'm looking for. When they were looking through Antoine's stuff, he's like, I don't even know what I'm looking for. So... You know, Luke is strong and loyal and thoughtful, but he's not an investigator. He doesn't have the eye that she does. Yeah. She's not as strong as Luke, but she's got these really great investigative and detective skills. Mm-hmm. So, like, everybody's got their strengths, and this, yeah. this is just, it's such a great balance. Like, he's at this far end on strength. Like Daredevil's awesome, but they can see. 
It's like everybody covers each other's weaknesses. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> They're all going to have each other's backs. Yeah. I got your six, says Simpson. Oh. And then she scoffs at him. And I'm six. like, come on. he's He's got your back. Yeah, I, I, I like Simpson just because he seems like a good guy, but he seems so different than Jessica he's, that it makes for a nice... He's uh, trying too hard to redeem himself. She, yeah. She's just stewing on it. He's going to be like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to redeem myself in every possible way that you can and overdo it. And then like everybody else is in a support group. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm glad Malcolm went to the support group. <laughs> I really <Right>. am. <laughs> He needed it. He, he needs really. It. He needs. Uh, he needs several support groups. Oh, poor Malcolm. I mean, other people had horrible things happen, but I can't think of anything as tragic as what Malcolm went through. Just like the uh, the way the way at which he destroyed his life. I mean, obviously, Luke Cage lost his wife, which is horrible. But like Malcolm, completely lost his self. You know, and yeah. probably all of his family and friends too. Just not to death, but just to the fact that he's a junkie now. Yeah, cool. like. Probably forced all of the family to be pushed away. Yeah. Kind of. Very, uh, very likely. In a very realistic kind of way. Like, that that happens to so many families. It's, it's too much. It's oh, too yeah. much, man. Yeah, it was super sad. Uh, <sighs> this episode, we pretty much just got a little bit forward movement on that. and the, the biggest thing is, obviously, in this episode, is Luke Cage finding out the truth. I did not expect her... To just come out with it like that. Well, I mean, he was going to kill that guy. Yeah. Well, I thought she was going to fight him and try to stop it. But then before that happened, she's just like, I killed your wife. Yeah. Well, he, he kind of threw her out of the way, too. Sure, sure. So, like, he's just trudging forward like a tank can't mm-hmm. be stopped. And then he's like, you're in the way. Move. And then she throws her. Move, bitch. Get out the way. Get out the way, bitch. Get out the... Sorry. That's racist. No, it's not. Is that a racial thing? Mm-mm. I'm just kidding. But, but is, is it? it? <laughs> oh, it's such a great line. <laughs> and he said it again. He said his line again. Is it sweet a Christmas? Thing? Oh, sweet Christmas. Yes, he did. <laughs> and that time it was definitely appropriate. Yes, it was. <laughs> Almost, I mean... Um, that, that was uh, a lot of pot. Antoine was making lots of Christmas trees in that basement. <laughs> sweet, sweet Christmas trees. Yeah, that's what they were. What? Christmas they're, trees. They're Christmas trees, right? Yeah, it was for the season because, you know, he's Christmas trying to be an entrepreneur. Up. Yeah. Yeah, he was starting a Christmas tree business. Exactly. That's what it was. That's what I saw. He said he was a pothead. The family Christmas show. trees goes in pots. Yeah, it's a family, it's a family show. <laughs> Christmas trees. Christmas trees and lots of sex. Family show. Sweet Christmas. <laughs> and shit. Just everybody saying shit. Yep. So, what do you think Hogarth is doing? Why is she collecting a fetus? I I mean, obviously she, I think, is going to some <sighs> research Kilgrave somehow. What's up with Kilgrave? Why does he have these powers? What? A, yeah, like if she gets a DNA sample that's, on Kilgrave, that's what she's doing. And well, it's would it be a no? It would be like a half sample because you know the right kid it wouldn't be your fault. Whatever, but there might be 
precursors, like genetic precursors in there. Mm-hmm. Since we know that S.H.I.E.L.D. has a way to detect inhumans at this point. Yeah. And we don't know where he got his powers from in we, this universe. According to Malcolm, it's not magic. But he, Malcolm doesn't really know that. Yeah, well, he, he knows that in the same sense that he knows that elves aren't real. Yeah, but we know there are dark elves. There are dark I was literally so, just thinking that. <laughs> we know that elves are real. There there are dark elves from a different area. Spartalfheim. Yeah. Stop making up words. No, that's the realm. I know. It's the realm of dark and cold. Um, so. It's the land of misused Doctor Who's. Damn. And this is the land of very well used Doctor Who's. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they had Doctor Who as a When villain. is Matt Smith going to show up? I don't know. What villain will he play in the Marvel Cinematic <laughs> Universe? they're all villains. Because th- this is a much better use than Chris Eccleston, but uh, who knows what they'll do with Matt Smith. I don't know. What could he play? Maybe that should be one of our like our future future cast kind of things. Like, Discussion. what do you guys think? Who, who should Matt? Who Smith should Matt play? Smith be? Well, we'll throw it out there. Who should Matt Smith play? And the then, and then you know, obviously the next question: Who should Peter Capaldi play? Yeah, absolutely. Hmm, Peter Capaldi. He's got that old face. Who should he play? Oh, well. <laughs> we'll give this some thought. We'll get back to you. <laughs> Um. So, good episode. Great episode. A lot, a lot, a lot happened. A lot of really emotional shit happened, um, and then some action happened. Luke Cage got in on it, and we get yes. to see Luke Cage punch somebody without like. Well, it looked like he wasn't holding back as much as he was in the bar. Yeah, because he just like he uppercutted that guy, oh, and the guy yeah. like did a couple of flips. Complete flip, yeah. <laughs> um, I love I love the line. How are the dogs? I don't hurt dogs. How are those? Oh, they're fine. I don't hurt dogs. <laughs> like, that's so funny. On a meta, like, in, 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 in TV movies, the heroes can't hurt a dog. Like, they just yeah. can't do it. Even if he, like, just punched them to knock them out, like, that's really bad to do on TV. You can't punch a dog. Yeah, that's animal abuse. Yeah. Um, but he cut away before he did anything. And he was like, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not going to hurt you. And I kept expecting to hear, like, in the background mm-hmm. of him like grabbing him i don't think there was anywhere they could go with that that wouldn't have made luke cage look like an asshole yeah. so they just like cut away and there was like how are the dogs first off who asks how are the vicious attack dogs <laughs> like what are you asking jessica <laughs> the dogs sharp teeth kind of my specialty yeah that was really like funny. did they just break their teeth on his skin and they're like ow that hurt i'm running away they treated uh luke cage as the best chew toy yeah <laughs> He just sits there. He's like, go ahead. Come on. Make sure you're done. He's like a forever bone. He's an everlasting <laughs> everlasting gobstopper. <laughs> Send out the Wonka dogs. <laughs> we have to defend the candy factory. Uh, too much. Indeed. What's wrong with me? Oh, man. Like I feel like Dave right now is just going, "What is going on?" <laughs> uh, well, do you have anything else you wanted to say about this episode, Jeff? Before we sweet Christmas, go on and uh, I want Danny it. Rand to come in. I do too. I really would love that, but I don't think we're going to get it on this show. Yeah, they haven't cast him they yet. Haven't cast it yet that we know. Or of. well, they haven't announced casting yet. I'm sure we would know by now if 
he shows up that probably went all over the internet by now. Yeah. There's already certain websites that have done reviews of all 14 episodes. Yeah. And by the way, we're recording this like three days after they drop. So <laughs> there's already websites yeah. that are like, watch it, review it, hurry, go, yeah. go, this go. This is currently Sunday the 22nd. Yeah. <sighs> and like. I feel with those kinds of websites and reviews that they just they binge on it and they don't really do a solid job of reviewing it. Like they don't take the time to sit down and actually talk and think it over. Sure. They're just like, ah, some stuff happened. I gotta watch the next yeah, one. It's weird. Uh, the whole binge watching and the whole dropping thirteen episodes at once makes it hard for anyone. I mean, it makes it hard for us. To like really give it the attention we would love to give every one of these episodes is great, and we'd love to give it more attention, but we have to keep moving so we can get it out in a timely fashion. Yeah. So. It's just, it, it makes it more difficult to be so analytical on it. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait for Patsy Walker to put on a costume. Um, you think? Yeah, I guess she probably will. Well, the last time we saw her, she was really sad that she had no... Like, she wasn't able to help at all. Yeah. And she was like, one tase and I'm out. I'm just out completely. I'm useless. She said in that episode, I think, that um, that if, like, in the past, obviously, that um, she would put on a cape and go and save everyone if she could. So, like, she's got the drive to be a hero. And uh, with her Karav Maga training, she might you know, be coming up on daredevil skill levels or maybe a little lower, but still street yeah, level she hero kind of levels. Super, uh, yeah, the super, uh, whatever. <laughs> the, she's super super sensory. Abilities. Yeah, yeah. Sensory abilities. So like she's, she's trying, she wants to. So I just, I foresee her getting a little bit of technological help since she's got the money and, you know, moving a little bit forward on being Hellcat. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I'd love to see. Like, if instead of being a gun in the episode where Simpson hands her, or Simpson gives her the box, like, if it weren't a gun, if it was, like, a blue helmet that had, like, cat ears on it, I would have been so happy. <laughs> that that would have been a weird thing to give her, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's does very she, personal. Does she have a certain weapon? Uh, claws. That would have been Hand-to-hand cool. -hand combat and claws. That would have been kind of cool if he gave her some sort of, like realistic claw type oh yeah yeah he was like you're really good at hand to hand here's some gloves that have claws on them yeah that would be cool uh we have a little feedback uh that's been uh kind of piling up the last couple of days i'm trying to sort it real quick and find the stuff that's only related to these first six episodes okay um brian bilsma says just finished episode one of jessica jones pretty good i like how they are bringing what Kilgrave can do immediately into the show Unlike Daredevil, it took a few episodes before we really got a good look at how powerful Fisk was. Yeah, I think he's right on that. I think there's a certain car door scene that really yeah. well, showed took, the depth of his darkness. It took three episodes to get a look at Fisk yeah. in Daredevil. Yeah. And then in episode four, we actually like get a full yeah, episode's full worth. Story of Fisk. And then a car door. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he says, that shot of Kilgrave licking Jessica's face was pretty creepy. Yeah, it was. Going through this episode, I was thinking, okay, instead of being super dark like Daredevil, there's going to be a lot more sex. <laughs> but then I got to the end of the episode with Hope in the elevator. Yep, it's going to be, the, it's going to be dark, too. <laughs> it's going to be the darkest thing that Marvel has ever done. <laughs> 
Oh, and here we go. Also, I'm with Matt on the whole Star Wars debate. <laughs> I don't really care about Star Wars that much. Okay. Word. <laughs> Word. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, Matthew Ryan Cronin says, I'm on around episode six. Hey, we, we are finished. too. But I don't think this is too spoilery. Either way, we're, we're we're right there with you, so you're good. <laughs> Do it. I'd have to go back and check to be sure, but I think there might have been a sixth sense sort of vibe, where's there where there's always a bluish purplish light somewhere every time Kilgrave is involved. Um, I don't know if every time, but it definitely has been a theme. Yeah, some sort of purple thing around Haze. Kilgrave. Some of the times he's on the street, there's nothing I haven't noticed. But uh, most of the time, when it's like a shot of him, like in his in, in his element or whatever, uh, where he's like sitting, there's almost always something purple happening. So yeah, yeah. Us have uh, Matthew Ryan Cronin wrote something for episode eleven. We won't read yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're not there yet. Calm down. Um, Arista Omer a lot. Artista Omer. Elmalia. Thank you. Decide, uh, he says, decided doing a shirt design for episodes of shows I watch. Nice. I'll be doing them and doing them going forward when seasons end. I'll backtrack. I also, uh, I was also late to the episode, so no comments for past cast, but I'm with you guys. Stay awesome, Omer. Uh, yeah, he made a Jessica Jones Ladies Night t-shirt. It's pretty cool. Able to be found on Facebook. Yeah. It's on the Facebook. I don't know if there's a way to buy it or anything. Uh, if there is, feel free to link it to us and we'll, we'll make sure it's posted. Um, Omer. Um, uh, Nathaniel Muzzy, let us know that there is... Well, I know we're, we're doing this day by day because we feel like that's a pretty good pace to talk about these things uh, and gives us time to really enjoy, this, enjoy the show. Uh, but... Uh, apparently Reddit has a spoiler-filled thread for people who have seen the whole thing. So if you're like those people and you're just waiting on us to get to the rest to talk about it, <laughs> there is a Reddit thread out there where for people who have seen the whole thing. So feel free to go there. You know, I like to think that there's a lot of our fans that like are just watching it at the same pace that we are. Like, watch an episode, listen to us. Watch an episode, listen to us. Yeah, And that's really awesome. nice of them if they were to do that. <laughs> but like, if they want to do their own thing, you I go right ahead. I... I can't imagine people people are waiting for us, but I, I that's very very we're very would be very sweet of them. But that's very nice, <laughs> uh, very thankful for anyone who would do something like that. But I just know that I can barely wait on us. <laughs> um, I'm trying, but every time uh, we watch an episode, I'm like, we got to cast about that before we watch the next episode because I really don't want to get on the cast and. One know fa- something going forward. Yeah, yeah. One, one of my favorite things is to speculate on what's coming. And yeah. if I already know it's what is going to happen, it really messes with that. It's really fun to speculate on what's coming and have somebody, that, you know, one of our listeners that's like already done with it going, I know the answer. And you're like, no, 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 no. Okay, tell me. That <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. Um, again, Omer, uh, Omer Amalia, Amalia, uh, posts this is for jessica jones episode three as your official guide to everything israeli (laughs) i would like to point that krav maga is an israeli fighting method developed Mm -hmm. um to fight smart and a little dirty uh and end conflict quickly 
it translates to contact battle. Um, I guess it says absolutely nothing to us on this episode, but don't think I'm slacking on my duties. <laughs> That's awesome. I did not think you were slacking on your I duties. I didn't. I did. I did know that previously. That's I, awesome. I knew that Karab Maga um, was Israeli self-defense, like taught in the military and everything. Yeah. But I kind of forgot that we had a a guide to all things Israeli and Hebrew, right? In our listenership. So I'm glad that you uh, that yeah. you got back to us on that. Thank we, we you. Were, we weren't going to mention it because we were waiting on we were waiting on you, Amir. Yeah, God, yeah. hurry up! <laughs> um, I knew it. I just didn't want to say anything. I'm not the spokesman. And he said, "Stay awesome, true believers." Yes. Yeah. Yes, he did. I like it. Yes. All right. All right. Well, uh, that is pretty much all we have about episode six and the feedback that we've gotten this week so far. Um, so if any of you guys want to give some feedback on the episode that you're on, make sure to let us know what episode you're putting it on for so we don't read ahead. <laughs> hashtag JJ1, hashtag JJ2. I, again, I recommend just writing Jessica Jones episode blah, blah, blah feedback because some people aren't going to see the hashtag JJ blah, blah, blah and know what they're talking about. And they might read. And I, don't want, I don't want to spoil people. Well, I don't want to do it. You know. You're like, if they just listen. If they would just listen. We could all get on the same page here. Come on. I'm starting a movement, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> you have to know about the Twitter. You have to know how to use the Twitter. Hey, how was seeing Neil deGrasse Tyson? It was the best. It was the absolute best. He's a brilliant, brilliant man. Awesome. And he and I would be best friends if he would just give it a chance. And, you know, hang out. But it's whatever. <laughs> Stop stalking. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. The, no, like the way that he talks about things, it just it reminds me so much of us. How he gets really excited about what he's talking about and just tangents all over the place. But then he like he remembers why he went on those tangents and then like brings it back. Right. And is like, oh, yeah, okay. Here's this thing. Oh, by the way, I'm also really smart. <laughs> like he doesn't he doesn't saturate you with like he didn't just talk about astrophysics. He just talked about science as a way of of understanding the world, like why people need to know science and how it actually uh has come out into the world to help everything. Everything. Yeah. Cool. So like I just I really enjoyed that show and uh Sarah was uh, was lucky enough to receive a VIP ticket so that she could go backstage and meet him and get a book signed by him and get a picture with him. So, yeah. That's awesome. I'm glad y'all had fun. Y'all saw him in Nashville this last weekend, right? Yeah, yeah. Cool. I just saw pictures posted on Facebook with her with Neil deGrasse Tyson. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, all right, everybody. We're the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast in partnership with 45 Magazine and a proud, proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. Uh, please uh, hit us up at mcucast.com, facebook.com slash mcucast, at mcucast on Twitter, mcucast at gmail.com, or call us and leave your voicemail at 573-CAST-MCU, and we will try to get to your feedback ASAP. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. Until next time, true believers.